It is that time again. It is Wednesday the 9th of February 2022. It is the Phil Swallow podcast and it is episode number 103, which is clickbaity titled Ghost Stories. And I will obviously explain all when I get through the show. Hope you're doing well. Uh, Weather's kind of got a bit wintry here recently, but still not like really cold or really wet or really horrible. Um, So I'm still going to the garden and doing stuff. Anyway, uh, week's diary. So started off with last Wednesday evening. So the the day of the podcast, the evening of the day of the podcast last week. And I went to the Bourne Society meeting. So this is the first one. Not a meeting as in sitting around a table talking through an agenda, not that type of thing. That's their AGM, no doubt. But it was a guest presenter or presenters and it was all about an artist whose name was something like Evacustes someone. Uh, that wasn't very well done, but I never intended to give his name. Anyway, um, and it was this painter painted a lot of buildings in Croydon uh, and elsewhere. And he was he basically copied photos a lot of the time um, and made it quite obvious. But there was a need, apparently, um, in the early days of photography map making I suppose as well but there was need to get some colour because you know you couldn't you couldn't produce colour and you couldn't always go to commission artists but this guy came up and he made quite a bit of money doing it apparently a watercolourist and uh, even some of the buildings in Croydon that he painted are still there today and I'm going to move on to a thing called then and now towards the end of the show but it, it made me think very much about that anyway leave leave you guessing unless you've seen my most recent video which on that subject uh the hamster green farm video um so th- this was always going to be a short one and indeed it, it was is um i'm you know the the kenny one went out week before week or so before doing okay um croydon is a kind of bigger piece so uh i'm gonna you know gonna need to do some more work on that one um but yeah, so so what? Um, I don't know why I lost my train of thought. Then there's no reason for it whatsoever. But yes, I had the material, I had the photos I wanted to use, the maps and the blendings and things, and I did the filming on Thursday last week, partly because the weather was going to change, and I thought, well, even though I don't like filming in full sun this time of year because you get shadows that are not very nice, um, I still kind of thought, well, it was it was almost. Um, in and out, the sun was coming in and out, or going behind the clouds, whatever. Clouds going in front of the sun. And uh, I decided to just do it anyway, and it didn't take that long. I knew what I wanted to do, wandered up and down, uh, GoPro on a stick, microphone, clipped to my coat, all that kind of stuff. Um, saw my mum afterwards and did a few errands, which always went down very well. Uh, but the edit was quite quick because I'm now working to a plan, and I've just actually broken off to do this podcast because I thought, well, I've... I've achieved quite a lot of where I want to be with the Croydon video, but uh, you know you need to have plans around these things. So I decided to um, just go for it. Basically, over the weekend, did a bit of work on probably both days, and on Sunday, uh, because it was a shorter video, three and a half minutes, something like that. I'm always just cut, 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 cut. Um, but it went out there, and I did some social media pushing and got some really, really lovely comments from people. Uh, people genuinely like that style of my kind of walk and talk type videos. I think they like the bit of humour that I inject occasionally. 
and they like being told stories and they like to learn about their history. Um, now, you know, I know that this is almost limiting my audience, but I think it's also working to a niche to a degree. And if if I get known for telling good stories, and don't forget, every one of these is a bit of practice. It's a little bit, a little notch of practice. Um, then I will develop a style and it will hopefully become something that people have some appeal with and enjoy and want to come along with. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, it's a friend of mine, Karen Herbert, Thank you, Karen, once again for promoting this on your Facebook pages because she's quite well connected, partly through her business and just her local, you know, knowledge and of folk networks and things. Uh, but it saw a lot of traction and um, it's, it's almost overtaken Kenley, actually, which I was quite surprised with, really, because Kenley was quite well pushed. Um, but, I, you know, that's that's what I'm doing now. This is This is what I've chosen to put my spare time into if such a thing exists making films for youtube uh, about stuff and the born society meeting helped i've actually written to them subsequently because i want to kind of get closer to them and they do these sort of then and now pictures um on their facebook site but i kind of want to filmify them um and that's what i reached out you know could i get copies of the old so i can go take a pic i'm coming on to this now obviously which i mentioned earlier um so you got a picture of how it was, and what I aim to do is to get a picture of how it is, go from a video to a picture of how it is, blend back to how it was, and come back again, um, because I think it's quite effective. And actually, without prompting one of my viewers, a friend of ours, uh, said she really liked that idea. So I think it's something I can do more of. And also, sometimes you can just do a, a series of these and just have them put to music. It doesn't need to be me on screen talking. Um, so... Yeah, so anyway, that's uh, the then and now things might happen again, so stay tuned. Um, I'm, I'm actually going to come to the uh, the title of the podcast a bit later now. I'm, I'm live moving the order around just to build up to it, really. Uh, so we saw uh, some football on the weekend. It was a cup game against Hartlepool, Palace 1-2-0. Sue came along and we sat in different seats in the main stand. Now, this main stand is as old as the ground, so built in the 1920s. And there's like literally zero knee room. My knees were tight against the seat in front. Um, they used to be of like wooden sort of almost bench seats there, but they were individual seats. Well, originally it was standing. And again, it's all, you know, all an afterthought. Um, ultimately, when Palace do a deal with Sainsbury's, they can knock down what they've got and rebuild a new stand. Um, they got the planning permission, apparently, and the support and all that. And it can't come soon enough. I'll probably get a seat over there when that eventually happens. And however old I'll be, I'll probably probably qualify for a concession, uh, the way things are going. Um, so, yes, we had a nice day out then. Went to football, got the win. That was all very, very fine. And then on Monday, we went out to see the Belf Belfast. No, no, we didn't. We did it yesterday, Tuesday. Went to uh, Everyman Cinema Oxted to see the Belfast movie. Uh, that was excellent. Kenneth Branner film. Uh, been nominated for a number of Oscars and uh, if you can get to see it you'll enjoy it I'm sure great storytelling I look at the storytelling I look at the cinematography I look at the emotional pull and uh, all these things have a little place in my my filmmaking brain to a degree and I'm not saying I'm going to be making feature films possibly ever but there's still elements that you can take and apply and that's what I've been doing so um yeah, great movie. Absolutely great movie. And then we had some nice lunch in Cucina restaurant, which is really my favourite Italian restaurant down there in Oxted. 
Um, it also made me think about why I've never done a walk and talk for Salesden, which is nearby. So the first of any of this type of video I did, it was just footage and it was in a lockdown and it was in the end of 2020 and it was our local shops and it's had quite a few views, just set to music with some captions. Um, will I do it again as a walk and talk one day? Possibly. Depends what I find out. Um, but I've done Sarnestead, Wallingham, Hamsey Green and then the aerodromes and you know, all that kind of stuff. So it would only seem right that I did Selsden. And when I revisited some of the information that I'd seen from a, a Selsden Residents Association publication online about a guy with these wartime memories, uh, I thought, actually, there's some really good material here I can kind of use. Um, I'll take those stories as a basis. So that has now been added to my planner. I've got quite a few lines on my planner. Um, and this is just where I track what videos I intend to do and what stages they're at. You know, it's not a kind of hard discipline thing because I'm not at work anymore. Um, so, yes, yeah, Selsden will happen. Um, and actually went for a walk up in Selsden yesterday with my daughter. And um, she said, oh, what about the old library site, which is where Sainsbury's is now, for those who know the area? Um, no photos that I could find, but I can still, I think, put together a story. So there we go. Uh, research will carry on for a while on that one. Uh, and then I will go to, um, you know, put it together and film it and all that. Hopefully later this month, because if I'm working out what I need to do next on Croydon, but until I can actually do that, because I'm relying on Ian to, who supported me before, I, you know, I've got, I will have time to then just nip out and do a, a kind of another bit of filming. So a bit of overlapping stuff. Um, but actually, I, <laughs> just this morning, um, I was actually doing the prep, doing the research for Salesden. I got up early. Um, and I had a um, Facebook Messenger message from someone who'd seen the Hamsey Green video and said, uh, I, I'm involved with Wallingham Rugby Club and it's our centenary this year. Would you better do a vloggy type thing? That was my words, not his, for the club. Um, now, I looked on their site. They've got a very good wordy documented, documented history um, something leapt out for me about the tank regiment staying there during the war um, or a battalion of tank regiment or something and um, apparently there are lots of photos available so we can have a meet up at some point and go through a bit of a plan uh, and then take it from there so that was good you know he saw what I wanted it, I, I, part of me thought this was borderline commissioning a video but I think I need to be at pains to say you know this is kind of done with my informal sort of almost hobby type approach um i'm going to need sort of some money if it's going to be done anything more than that so horses for courses and all that ghost stories let's get to the title um so what what about ghost stories well i discovered the other day and posted something on our local social media group about um, baker boy lane which is not too far from here about a mile away um if that and this is a lane that runs alongside Selsden Wood and Farley Court, or Far just Fox Hills Farley Golf Course. So, you know, we're on the outskirts of London, so that's where it is. And the story is that the lane is called Baker Boy Lane because uh, a young Baker Boy in the, not sure, possibly the 18th century, was murdered by a guy with an axe. And he just kind of hacked this poor lad to death. Um, for what reason, we don't know. I mean, possibly... I mean, very poor if it's just for the bread. And uh, he sort of just shoved the axe and bits and pieces uh, behind a tree and disappeared. 
and apparently people have cited this for this uh, boy and a friend of ours was walking her dogs once in the wood and uh, felt a hand on her shoulder and a voice and stuff like that and the dogs went absolutely mad and that's a good indicator of something not quite right and through social media comments and one thing and another I did say to her would you be willing to come along as in maybe maybe a group of us two or three and we do a bit of a ghost walk um go to the spot revisit it see if the dogs react quite different to my normal stuff admittedly but I've actually had a bit quite a bit of traction on there now there was a video already on YouTube where a couple of girls who I've seen do other local videos went out and filmed about Baker Boy Lane and the White Bear Pub which is almost a mile in the other direction from where we live which is meant to be haunted and that's quite well known uh, so I'm probably not going to do the same I just copy them but I will do my own take on this Baker Boy Lane because obviously we're going to have someone with us who's actually witnessed something there so um, it's quite eerie uh, it's interesting and fascinating you know as to why I mean it's I don't know it's, it's a bit odd that you would name a a lane after that but of course they did these things are passed down it was originally just a footpath a kind of ordnance survey you know official path uh for themselves and through to farley um but it's it's almost uh, i think i just said earlier it's where the greater london boundary is to then go into the surrey countryside and once you hit that countryside you know that's where you are from then on really i wouldn't say we're we're out in a rural area but we're kind of that first taste of open countryside when you're moving out from london in our direction um but yes i, I you know again i don't set out a plan saying i really want this to go there and there and there you know this sort of came to me and i thought well maybe i could just do a a ghost walk and talk with Phil Swallow um, or I call it Phil's walk and talk Phil's ghost walk and ghost talk maybe who knows so yeah um, that's in the plan now uh, I've got that kind of noted to uh, to do and um, hopefully get it done fairly soon I think these things often work better when there's not too much nice and greenery around although ideally I, I visualise a fairly breezy day with the wind moving the branches a bit um, but cloudy not full sun i think it looked better there um, maybe even at dusk who knows so that's on the plan um, and that's why i'm calling this ghost stories because it's a, a catchy hopefully title and uh, it might lead to some you know maybe a series a spin-off a mini series i mean all my videos are starting to be in a pattern of hopefully having some story having some interest either that's local history or local folklore or whatever uh so um yeah that's in the plan anyway thanks once again for listening episode 103 is now drawing to a close i do appreciate your support and uh have a great week and i'll catch up with you in a week's time 